0: Hello there family! I didn't see you there. And welcome back to another edition of the Crenshaw Corner. I am your host Sanchez Crenshaw and family today I am not joined by the best part of my day. The apple of my eye, the wind beneath my wings, the rib that completes me. She is not going to be a part of this particular episode family. She was gracious enough to allow me to sit down to have a conversation with one of the greatest men that I know. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got to hype you up. Oh wow. Oh yeah. I got to hype you up. But family, the beautiful thing is that um, the person that I'm having a conversation with today, it is not a stranger to the family. He is actually a part of the family. He has graced us with his wisdom and his perspective on multiple occasions. So family say hello to Jarvis Swanson. What's up y'all? Pastor Jay, how we doing, man? Man, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Glad to be here. I am so happy to have you. I always love having you. On the show, I always just love talking to you, period. Um, One of the things, if I let people behind the curtain just a little bit, Mm -hmm. how we gauge our guests and who we're going to have and who we're going to talk to is people that we would want to have dinner with, people that we would want to spend time with outside of this podcast arena. And you and your lovely wife are always at the top of that list of people we just want to be with, be around, be a part of. So just thank you for just being a part of this again. Glad to be here. So we're going to do just a little bit of the normal housekeeping so family thank you for listening however you're listening whether it's on itunes whether it's Podbean, whether it's spotify whether it's google um, podcast whether it's amazon music or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com we thank you so much for listening for our returning family members you already know how we feel about you thank you for being a part thank you for returning thank you for continuing to listen thank you for your support as always uh, welcome to the cookout Uh, make sure you bring you some aluminum foil so you can take something with you and then we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, which means we, we can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on the TikToks. We're on YouTube. And, of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Once again, thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Jarvis. What up, what up? Let's get into it. We did all the fluff. Okay. Let's get into it. All right. Where so, we going? Where are we going? So, family, here's the thing. So, I reached out to my friend, my brother. Um... Actually, I want to say probably over a month or two ago. Might have been three months ago. And I said, if we had the chance to sit down and just talk, what would you want to talk about? And so you can't do that to Jarvis. Because when you do that to Jarvis, Jarvis sends you a, a, a list. <laughs> he sends you like a Christmas list of just all kind of topics.
1: But it was relevant three months ago. Now yeah. it's like, uh... Um, <laughs>
0: But now we can still But now the beautiful part About a lot of these topics Is is still relevant No matter what time frame it is So what we're going to do We're going to jump into it And one of the first things That you said Which I love because Especially now in 2022 mm-hmm. and where we are in this climate and where we are in our society mm-hmm. this is a beautiful topic to have a conversation centered around okay. so we're going to start talking about boundaries yes so that's what we're going to start the b word the b word the <laughs> dreaded b word so i want to ask you first so when you when i sent you the, the message and said let's talk about some things mm-hmm. one of the first things you came back with was boundaries mm-hmm. why is that well in the moment
1: or or what i what our, our family was dealing with at the moment was we were preparing to have my mother come in and live with us okay and um uh we all originally had my wife and i we had one feeling about it originally right. and then as it got closer she kind of was like i don't know if i want to do this okay <laughs> um and so i also had recently uh read a, a book on boundaries okay and um i don't think i ever had heard about like really talked about it growing up like right. boundaries wasn't even something that uh was a conversation um I think one of the things that we benefit from in today's society is that mm-hmm. we have language for things um that um we always kind of felt were necessary to life. life but we didn't have language for it and so we can hear so much of the language but then that's also one of the
0: challenges of culture today mm-hmm. is that everything has language right Everything has a title everything has a, a category and a subcategory right yeah. right
1: and so having the information oftentimes is enough not actually doing anything about it right. you just I know about it so that's enough and and um, but we, but I read this book and it was like okay where am I missing boundaries? where do mm-hmm. I need to apply boundaries? How do I effectively set up boundaries with with, with the people? that I care about the most and so
0: I, I get it because a lot of a lot of us growing up, boundaries was an abstract concept. Right. Growing up. You you kinda knew about it. Like you said, you kinda knew about it. You you felt like there should be something in place. But if we're honest, we were never taught that. No. Especially once again, coming from our culture, our society, our society. There were no, you were a child. You didn't have any boundaries. Exactly. Is what I tell you. Exactly. You have what I tell you. That's right. So if if I want to be a part, if I, if I want to impress my will, if I want to engage in something, if I want to, for lack of a better term, bully my way into something. That's right. That's what I'm going to do. Especially when it's especially when it's the F word. Especially when it's family. Because mm-hmm. I think it's harder, like you said, you know, you were in the transition of your mother coming. So we're bringing in more family into the home. Right. And I, from what I've seen, and speaking for me personally, it's harder to set boundaries with family than it is with a stranger
1: especially because a lot of times with family the relationship is already developed right so we didn't talk about boundaries but they're already there right or or not there and so i'm coming into a new understanding on boundaries doesn't mean that you know my cousin or my 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 sister is coming into that same understanding at the same time right so i'm trying to establish something that was never there to begin with, right, and they're like, "What? What you mean? You're not gonna send me no money? Like, what you yeah. mean? You like, what you mean? I can't just stop over?
0: What you mean that I can't call you on Friday and tell you I'm gonna be there Saturday to stay a week?
1: And then I show up and I got three people with me. Yeah, like,
0: what do you? What do you mean? What do you? This is what we do. This is what we do. Like, how, how can? How can I not? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't I do that? Because I think when it comes to family, family really believes. And once again, and family, you know that we don't really like talking in general terms, but sometimes we have to do kind of a blanket statement. We understand that everything doesn't apply to everyone. We get that. However, what I've seen from my own experience and from the conversations I've had, families really believe like they can do and say whatever they want to you because they're family. That title of mother, father, sister, cousin, uncle, it gives them to write to do whatever they want to do so if they want to show up if they want to say i'm coming through but when they call you they're already at your front door <laughs> never a- never asked if they could do it never asked if you want a company but it's family so it should be okay right and then the crazy part if you feel some kind of way about it then you're the one that's wrong mm. you're the one that's acting funny mm. you're the one that's acting brand new oh now you don't have time for family Which I always think is a crazy concept. Right, right.
1: I mean, we're not allowed to grow. Like, my life can't change, it has to always be convenient for you.
0: Yeah. Cause you're family, so it has to be.
1: And that's just not that's just not realistic.
0: And if we if you grow, you have to grow in the same direction. I'm growing in. Oh wow. You can't grow in a different direction. Oh b- wow. Because if you grow in a different direction, that means eventually, okay. So both paths can't be right. Because how I look at it, when it comes to family, their mentality sometimes both paths can't be right. So if we're going in a different direction, and I know I'm going in the right direction, so that means you must be going in the wrong direction. Because mm. now I have to look in my direction. I have to look at my life. How different you make me want to look at my life. What are you doing? Don't do that right you're, you're, you're my son, you're my brother, you're my cousin. you you, you do the road I'm doing right <laughs> So you you out here trying you out here trying to blaze the new path right How dare you right Now th-
1: the thing is so that begs the question how do we establish new boundaries with old players?
0: Oh wow. Um, I, what I say is that first of all, you have to know for yourself what are your boundaries mm-hmm. I think a lot I think where a lot of us go right. wrong, is that and the reason people do what they do to us or we feel some kind of way or we find ourselves in, in situations we really don't want to be in, is cause we've never sat down to say what is our line. Right. What absolutely what 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 is good for me. What is not good for me? What am I willing to, what am I willing to put up with? What am I not willing to put up with? Mm -hmm. And because we never have that honest conversation with ourselves. So now how can we sit down and talk to big mama about, I know how to raise my kids. I appreciate everything you're doing, but you don't have to tell me every day that I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I think we even have to take a step further
0: back and give ourselves permission
1: to have boundaries at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, Please explore that one. So I used to work at a, a insurance agency. Okay. And I, you know, I was young. I was probably like 20, 22, 23 years old. Right. And it was the first time that I understood the reason that you have insurance. Okay. So before that, it was a financial decision: can I afford insurance, or can I not afford insurance? Right. That's what's going to determine whether or not I get it. But after I worked at the agency and I really understood insurance, I understood the whole the whole point of insurance is to protect what you build. Okay. It's like buying sheep, but not building a fence. Right. To keep them in and to protect them from things coming coming against them right and so that's how i look at boundaries we're building a life and there's always going to be things coming at us right but we have to establish what's the proper route for the people in our lives to come at us and and we have permission to do that we should build fences but then we also have to build gates because right. we got to tell people all right this is the proper way for you to get to me oh yeah most of us have a, we've we've built this life, but we don't have a fence around it. We don't have boundaries around what's a proper approach. And because we don't have boundaries around what's a proper approach, people come in the back door, people come in the window, people come in the side door, people make their own doors (laughs) in your life and walk right on in. Oh yeah,
0: and don't even wipe their feet.
1: No, and then when you say something, they look at you like you're crazy. Hell yeah. But. The fact is you are crazy because you did not establish that's not the right way to come in. Right. And because you didn't establish that's not the right way to come in, when you do respond, there's no um, there's no uh, prerequisite grounds for that was a violation. Mm-hmm. Well, how do I know it was a violation? I've seen people come in your house through the back door all the time. All the time. So you tripping, but when you have a boundary and somebody busts through the fence, you could, hold, hold on, hold on. I don't like the way that you came at me in this situation in the future this is how you come at me show me I'm going to show you the gate we have a chance to repair the fence Mm -hmm. together and then next now I've established that this is how you need to come at me so now there's a boundary set well if they do it again now you know that this person is just a person that's going to violate your boundaries right now you have a you have a grounds for a conversation you have a grounds for accountability we talked about this I said we can't interact this way right this is how this is the better way for us to interact when you coming at me now you have to establish what when i'm coming at you you get to establish what that proper channel is what that proper entry point is but now i can make a decision about whether or not i want this person who is disrespectful in my life because they don't respect boundaries
0: yeah And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, my my viewpoint on that is that that's one of the things that keeps us a lot of the times from actually having those conversations, because a we're afraid we're afraid of how the person is going to react how is the person going to respond? Or losing the person. Or losing the person. That's a lot of times. Yeah. There. We're afraid that if we, if I tell you that what you're doing is offensive to me or mm-hmm. what you're doing is hurting me or what you're doing, I don't like. We're afraid that the person is not going to accept it. Right. Or we're afraid the person is going to get mad at us. Or like you said, we're afraid we're going to lose the person. And so now we take things or we allow things to happen to us mm-hmm. that makes us uncomfortable. Right. That hurts us. That doesn't allow us to grow just for the sake of that relationship. Right. But, and, but did
1: you don't have the relationship you don't because it's 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 this it's dishonest to yourself when you know that you don't like what someone does yeah and you don't allow them the opportunity to grow after understanding
0: you better or we give them that the the old excuse the old out of well that's just mm. you know well you know i know i know auntie call me fat but that's just how she is Mm -hmm. you know I know auntie talks about my kids but you but you know how she's that's just how she is Mm -hmm. and so we allow the person to like you said to just kick down our fence right and we we make it okay because we say oh well that's just how they are but why why is it okay what you know my mind you know Jarvis my mind works different I go back to the to the Dave Chappelle sketch Mm. with um, Charlie Murphy when Charlie Murphy used to do the Charlie Murphy stories. Uh And talking about Rick, one of Rick James. right? You know, he say he came in, he put his feet up on the couch, feet was dirty, and he was like, F your couch. (laughs) And he used to start, you know, and that's what people do. People come into your life and you got this really nice clean furniture and they just come in with muddy shoes and they just put their feet on your couch and kick your couch and then get mad at you. Because you mad that they destroyed your couch. It's because, like you said, you, because we're so afraid sometimes of losing a toxic, and that's, I know that's a buzzword in 2022, but let's, let's be honest. Mm. We're so afraid of losing a toxic relationship because of the title that person holds in our life that we're willing to put up with anything. So we're afraid to, to build that wall, to build those fences, to build those boundaries Mm. when every day it's killing us because there are some relationships, Look, I'm not saying I, I got this right. Right, there's, there's, there's some relationships in my life that I, I need to work on. I understand that. Right. But I've never been a person, and especially at this stage of my life, I don't care your title. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care your, I don't care mother, father, sister, brother. I, I don't care about that title. What are you bringing to my life? Mm-hmm. At this stage, what are you bringing? And more importantly, what are you taking From my life. Yeah, that's good. Because there are some people in your life, they don't bring anything, but they take. Every time they, every time you interact with them, every time you associate with them, every time you have a conversation, they take and they mm. deplete from your life. And I'm at a stage in my life, I can't afford to lose anything else. Mm. I can't afford to lose any more time. I right. can't afford to lose any more peace. I can't afford to lose any more joy. So it forces me to have that conversation and set those boundaries like, I know you're my cousin and I right. love you right. and we will always be family. But as long as you act this way, you can't be a part of my life. Right. And sometimes we sometimes to set boundaries mean you may lose someone.
1: It does. It does. It it it, it could cost you relationships. But if you're in relationship with somebody and you're not who you're not being true to who you are, right? Then it's not a good relationship anyway. But then also we do have to allow people the opportunity to grow, right? And if I'm not honest with you to say to you, I don't like when you do this, or it hurts me when you do this, right? Then Mm. I'm not giving you a chance to love me properly. Right. So I'm denying you that opportunity to love me. Now, let's I mean let's be 100. It, there's a there's a proverb that talks about um where there are no oxen, the stalls are clean. Okay. But by the strength of oxen, there is much produce. Right. Which basically is saying people come with crap.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You simplify that, that's what exactly it means. (laughs) But
1: by having people in your life, there's much that can be gained and produced in your life. So the point is, yes, there is gonna be some, you know, that's just how Jarvis is. There's gonna be some of that. That's just how Sanchez is, that, you know, the fact that my wife is dramatic, that just comes with her. So there's gonna be a certain level of dramatic response and drama to who, to, you know, to how she sees things. Right that's just how she is but her overall value is worth the
0: poop that comes with (laughs) (laughs) it I'm gonna let you explain that one to her before I post this and let you go ahead and have that conversation before she knows how I feel yeah before this would go live
1: but um yeah so we like so you know being honest that's that's a part of it you know there is gonna be some of that you know that's just how Jarvis is right And, and and to get me you're gonna have to deal with the fact that sometimes I talk too much right that's just what it is but you also have to give people the opportunity to interact with you in the best way. We get to establish our boundaries. Oh, yeah. But we don't do it. We don't say, This is what I need to feel safe. Right. This is what I need to feel secure. This is what I need to feel protected. We're not doing that. And we need to do more of that. We have to be honest with the people around us because then again, it also allows us to see who respects us. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. And also I think what happens too is that we have to understanding and you touched on it. There's a difference between a, a personality flaw right. or a character flaw or like you said, or just that's how they are to someone blatantly disrespect, just being disrespectful. Absolutely. It's one thing of, of me, of me giving you my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's another thing of me just being critical of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. That's two different things because yeah. I can give my opinion and not beat you down in the process. Right. Or I can just be blatantly mean and tell you what you're doing wrong and you're doing this and you're doing that. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between it. Cause there's some family members who really just believe or some people in your life really just believe they know better. Mm-hmm. And they believe that their wisdom is the best wisdom and they just want to give you their wisdom. And it can be annoying sometimes, but most of the times their heart is good. right? But then there's there's some people who they're unhappy. Their life is not going the way they want it to go. And they just want to visit that on you. And they want to visit their insecurities, their, their hurt, their pain. They want to visit it on you. And that's when, like you said, Jarvis, that's when you have that honest conversation right? and really find out what their intentions are and really find out what's going on. Cause they could just be in a stuck place and don't even realize. And don't even realize.
1: Like, like I talked to you, uh, uh, I was talking to you before, before we started recording that, you know, with my mom being there, You know, she's lived her life, raised children, retired, and now she comes to live with us. And that's a big transition. It is, it is. When you're a a fully experienced adult, right? that you've been through all of life. And you're not going for a job, so you're not going to, you know, with the mindset that I've got to learn this new thing. Everything changed, like she grew up in Cincinnati. So that all her family's there. All of her experiences are there. Everything is that that she knows is there. Is there like right. how to get
0: to the store? You, it, it's a simple thing, but when you don't know how to get to any stores, right?
1: That, like it's that's huge
0: when you haven't depend on somebody to get you where you need to go. When you're used
1: to just going, and then you're older, so you're not like you know. You know we're young so it's like i'm not asking anybody how to get anywhere i'm just ask google yeah and i just go find it, it exactly and i'm just gonna go there she's like how you get to the i'm like pull up your google map <laughs> why are you asking <laughs> me questions <laughs> but in her mind it's like i always knew how to do these things right so she comes and the first thing that she's doing is what she's comfortable with and that's being a mother okay so she's instantly like oh I noticed that there's like this uh, this mud on, on the screen door on the back porch. I think you should get in there and, and get that cleaned out, okay? <laughs> Two minutes later, I was looking outside and I saw that these ants are right. Here. Oh, okay. Uh, your son, I noticed that he. It's like, mom, you gotta chill. Man. Right. You just got here. We're not gonna fix everything. You see, you see, it's, you see stuff because you're a mother. So you
0: see some things. Yeah. You see some opportunities. You see things regular people don't see. <laughs> Mamas normally do. Exactly. Yeah. You see
1: some opportunities around here, but we can't fix them all in a week. Like you gotta take a step back. Right. And because I was honest with her, rather than just being upset with her. Right. Rather than just being offended by her, I was honest with her, Mom. Like I see that you see all of these things, and you you right. These things could use some uh, 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 some intentionality or some effort or whatever. But chill. <laughs> but she didn't realize that she was looking for her looking for something that was familiar and comfortable for her and being a mother was that thing right when it's like yes you can do that but you don't have to do it all so what she did was she went and got a bucket of water and cleaned the, the 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 screen thing that's between like the like the groove in this in the sliding door like that was bothering her i'm like okay well okay if it's it doesn't bother me like right. that's outside of my house that's not even in the house no that's outside that's outside i don't like, see that <laughs> so it's just when we're honest with people you give them a chance to even see where they may be a little off right and so but what we don't what we don't do is we get afraid to challenge people. We get afraid of confrontation. And I think that's a lot of it. It's like we fear confrontation because we haven't done it in a healthy way
0: growing yeah. up. We it was never healthy. Yes. We didn't
1: know how to have healthy dialogue.
0: The one thing that was never taught in my home, it was conflict resolution. Oh. And I know and I, I'm gonna speak for a lot of people and say conflict resolution was not something that was taught. No. Because to be honest That the generation before us They didn't know anything About conflict resolution They didn't know how to To properly resolve a situation It was typically Somebody gonna go night night I'm gonna put my hands on you Somebody gonna go night night And my side is the only side And my side is the only side Like you're not
1: even allowed To don't don't talk back Right Well give me space To say what I'm saying And no. I'm not I mean I'm not talking back I, But I have feelings
0: nope. And emotions you don't, you don't have feelings You don't have an opinion Because everything was a Everything was a talk back Right No matter Anytime you expressed anything It was a talk back. So like Conflict resolution So And for me So I grew up Not knowing how So I had two I, For me growing up Because I didn't know How to conflict resolution I didn't know Conflict resolution mm-hmm. I had two Two ways I was gonna go Either I was gonna shut down Mm. Or I was gonna hurt you Right It was There was no in between I was either gonna shut down Or I was gonna hurt you Right It's important
1: enough to fight for Yeah
0: Or it's it's not important enough
1: So I'm walking away So I'm gonna
0: gonna walk away And there was no middle ground for me Mm -hmm. Fight or flight Yeah And for me And unfortunately That went into a lot of my relationships Because those are trauma responses.
1: They really are. Yeah,
0: they really are. And once again, we don't we don't talk about that. We right. don't have those conversations. That there are still a lot of traumatic things that happen in people's childhood. Absolutely. You don't have to come from a quote unquote abusive household oh, no. to have a trauma. Mm. To have to have something that happened in your childhood, a conversation, an action, an event that happened in your childhood that keeps you stuck in that moment. And I think that's another thing that keeps us from setting those boundaries too. Because if we're honest There's a certain age For all of us That we're stuck at Mm, mm -hmm. That I don't care What your Chronological age is There's an emotional age That a good portion Of our
1: society Is stuck at And it it may not be All of All of you Yeah There's you know There there can be Different Um points of my character that yeah. are underdeveloped yeah. because of something that happened in my childhood and I need to go back and revisit those moments and mature myself right. with a new healthier perspective but we all have moments where portions of us were, were, were stunned because
0: we interact with people every day because every every, I'm, st- I'm still trying to figure out how not to but I haven't figured a part out yet how not to interact with people because oh, people are everywhere Oh, wow. I got people in my house, people everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a I got a random question for you because that actually made me think of something. So I posed this question to my wife okay. a few days back and I just want to pose it to you as well because I'm curious your response. Okay. So you're you meet a scientist. OK, who has perfected time travel. OK, OK. He allows you to go back in any point on your timeline. Oh, wow. OK, it has to be your timeline. Okay. Now, stay with me. You can't change anything okay. in your timeline. Okay. So any event, anything that happened, you can't change. The only thing you can do is give your younger self wow. a piece of advice. Wow. Now, so my qu- the two pole question is: Where on your timeline would you go? As far as what age? Okay. And what is the advice that you would give yourself?
1: Wow. Gosh, there are so many moments <laughs> <laughs> where well, I could have used a better perspective. Right. Um. I guess I, I would say that probably the most pivotal that I could think of in the morning, but like I said, it was like boom, 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 so many thoughts. Right. But I think the most pivotal moment was when I found out that, um, uh, my girlfriend was pregnant with Julissa, Okay, and I made a declaration that my life was over. Okay. And I quit. you know, I just stopped dreaming at that point. Right. And I think I would, and I was, um, I think I was fifteen. Okay, about to turn sixty. I was sixteen when she was born, so I was fifteen at that time. And I would go back to that moment, and I would tell myself, "Your life is not open. Right. Like, just keep dreaming for you, and keep dreaming for her." Right. Um. I think that's probably. Uh, I pro- I think my life probably stalled because of that. Probably about ten years. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. For me, it was September of 89 is the time, the point on my timeline I would go to. Mm. I was 11 years old. Um, and the reason I would go to September of 89, because in August of 89 is when my brother got killed. Mm. So I would go to September and the advice I would give to that 11 year old self is to stay focused. Mm. What I, When I go back and I look over my life from that point on, mm. the biggest thing that kept me from maneuvering the way I needed to and navigating the way I needed to that I was unfocused Mm. and that I was and if I was focused I was focused on the wrong things okay so the advice would be to stay focused and stay focused on my education to stay focused on my school to stay focused on the things in life that that do matter Mm. because I spent a huge portion of my life focusing on things that did not matter Wow. That even in the moment didn't matter. So definitely two, three, four, five years from that point, they didn't. Okay. So that would be the, the advice I would give myself at eleven on going on twelve is to stay focused. Because and that's really it's even hard for me now at forty I'm forty yep, yeah, I'm forty four. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you like
1: even Talk now, how do you um how do you uh approach the mastery of focus? How do you approach that even now?
0: It's hard for me. Okay. To be honest, it's hard for me. And it's the reason it's hard because the way my mind works, my mind goes in thirteen different directions yeah. at one time, and it's it's never frivolous stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm deep or anything like that, you but know? it's just that's not what you saying. No, That's not. What that that sounds like what you that, that's, that's not that what, that what that I'm, that I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. a starburst happening. It's a starburst. I'm building galaxies right. in my mind. I'm building galaxies. <laughs> no, but it's just because I'm thinking of okay. I guess the best way kind of describe it, you know, you've heard the you know when you look at the glass do you see the glass half full do you see the glass half empty right right i'm asking is there even a glass that's how my mind oh yeah yeah Yeah, so is there quantum physics yeah is there even a glass and so my mind there's 13 different things and points i'm looking at and half my mind is in the future half my mind is in the past half portion of my mind is right now and so if i was a kid now they would say i have adhd and they would try to put me on some medication oh, for it. That's <laughs> what it is. Cause the way my mind goes. So let me ask you this
1: thing. When you are at your most focused, uh-huh. how does the way that your mind works, how does it, uh, how does it perfect that, that moment? How does it perfect focus? Understanding that it, it you see angles, you see right. a lot of different angles at one time. So in your, in your focus point, how does your mind work?
0: It, I have to turn it into a, when this sounds crazy, I have to turn it into a competition. Okay. I'm a, when it comes to that, I'm an old school NBA player. Okay. I have to have a chip on my shoulder. Mm. There okay. has to be a chip. There has to be something there. Okay. It has to be somebody told me something. Somebody doesn't believe I can do it. Mm. It has to be that. Okay. I have to find a reason for someone to feel that I'm going to fail at okay. this particular thing for me to give my, to, for me to tonal vision focus at that point. Mm. Because at that point, I have to prove, at that point, I have to prove you wrong. That's not healthy. Okay. And I know where it comes from. (laughs)
1: Okay. I was going to say, like, is that that a
0: health drink? It's not (laughs) healthy at all. It's not. And I know where it comes from. And where it comes from, as much as I love my biological blood family, Mm -hmm. growing up, and I've I've said this to you before, I think i said it on a podcast before, but growing up, all I heard was how much of a disgusting person that my biological father was. Mm, Okay, And how much he was despicable and how much he was this and how much he was that. I never heard anything good Mm. about my biological father. And on the flip side of that, I was always told, that I'm my father. Right. I was wow. always told I look like my father. I act like my father. I remind you of my father. I that's all I ever heard. So in my mind as a child, I equated him being no good, so I must not be any
1: good. Right.
0: So now I got to prove you wrong. Right. So I took so I took that energy, made it into a chip on my shoulder mm. and and did that until the rest of my life. Wow. And so now when it's okay, and it's and it's not even something something as simple as I have a task to do at work. Mm -hmm. I got a project to do at work. Mm -hmm. My boss hasn't said anything to me. He just gave me my parameters. He believed I can get it done. That's why he gave it to me. But in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, he he think I can't do it. Mm. Oh, yeah, he assigned it to me, but yeah, he don't really believe I can get it done. He don't Uh. really believe that I'm going to do it right. So let me prove him wrong Mm. on how I can do it. So how would you tell your younger
1: self to... uh, properly channel energy like how would you how would how would you deal with your younger self and to help them to understand that that's not healthy but what is what is the healthy version the
0: first thing i would the first thing what the conversation i have to have with him it's it's okay to have emotions learn your emotions learn how to operate in them you're angry have that angry moment ride that angry moment moment out that's good but don't stay there that's good allow yourself to be allow yourself to cry yeah. When my brother was my brother was killed in August of 89. I did not shed a tear for my brother until almost a year later. Why? Because I couldn't. I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time to. My family was in shambles. My mother was a wreck. I I didn't I didn't have time right. even though I was 11. Right. I didn't have time. Right. And we and we as as young men, we we were taught
1: to take care of your mother. Get over it, not work through it. Say that again. Is get over
0: it. Yeah. Get over it. Get man, over you it. You alright? Get up.
1: Yeah. You good. Move. What you nah, man. You,
0: yeah. No, no. I'm bleeding. It's like right. put, I yeah. right. put right. some dirt on. You good? We good. Get over it. You good. Get over it. Yeah.
1: Move. I, I I understand that hurt. Yeah, whatever. Get over
0: it. Yeah. Football. Get over it. Move on. Like nobody ever
1: gave us permission to work through it.
0: Sir. we gonna stay here just for a moment because okay. I don't want to, I don't want the family to miss that. There's so much about men. In 2022 about being unavailable And unemotional And mental health And everything about men If people If more people Would just understand That point About the male psyche Because And that goes across the board I don't care whether You're a white man A black man A Puerto Rican man An Indian man I don't care what 95% of the time I'm pretty sure they were raised under that. Get over it. Right. Not work through it. Right. Not understand what's going on, but get over it. Right. So you, so you wonder why now at 44, at 54 years old, men are, that's our makeup. Right. Why we're not emotional? Because all we were ever taught was to get over it. Right. And to be honest, at 11, when my brother died, that's what I was taught. Mm. No one sat down to find out what was going on with him. No one sat down to let's talk through it. Right. What are your emotions right now? How are you feeling? And it's okay to feel how you feel. And did. it's okay to feel how you feel. Yeah. What are you feeling right now? No one did that. I was, It's as much as I, and understand, I am a bona fide Christian. I am I am. I am saved. I love the Lord. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. you're setting up something here. <laughs> <laughs> but as a child, I was told it was God's plan. Wow. Wow. That's what I was told. Wow. It was God's plan. So you telling me that now before this event, you telling me how much God loves me, mm-hmm. how he's a merciful God, how he's a great God. But then you're going to tell me that it's his plan to take the best thing in life from me. Right. With no other explanation. Right. So that's the advice I was getting. I was giving, get over it, basically. Mm. And it was God's plan. Mm. None of that set well with me. So I couldn't maneuver through it. Can we we talk about that for just a second? We can can talk about whatever you want to talk about.
1: I just want people to understand there is a bad devil, there's a cursed world, and there's stupid people. (laughs) None of that's God's plan. (laughs) That, that, That wasn't, none of that is God's plan. None of it. But what God does is say, I have a plan for the problem. Yeah. But but he he didn't design a cursed world. Nah, not at all. He 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 didn't give the devil the authority in the world. Right, we, we gave him that authority. Adam gave him that authority. That's right. This was this was God. This world was a gift to man. Man gave his authority to the enemy. Then you got stupid
0: people. Then you got stupid people. You got stupid people. Yeah, that's the and that's the part we don't like talking about. We don't like talking about the stupid people that make stupid decisions.
1: That affect our lives. That
0: affect our lives. And then we
1: say, okay, well, 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 well if it's if it's God's world, then why does he allow people to do stupid things? what well, what well, if he stopped people from doing stupid stuff, where you at? <laughs> where am I at? because i do stupid yeah on a way daily. too
0: often yeah on the daily because that's the part that people want to leave out god loves us enough to give us free will right because at the every end of, and everybody everybody yeah. gets it and because at the end of the day if he wanted us to do something he could just have us do it but that's not what he does he's he saying, already I, had that yeah those I, was called angels he
1: had those that, that are completely like no they just do what he says. Right. They don't have a free will. They they just do what he says. Do what he says.
0: But he loved us enough to say, "I love you. I want you to figure this thing out. I want you to want to come to me. That's it. I don't want to force you to come to me. Right. I, I I don't want to force you to love me. I want I want to give you the opportunity to understand my goodness, to understand exactly what I what I bring and what I offer. <clears throat> Excuse me, family. What I bring and what I offer, and I want you to freely come to me. That's right. And with that, because like you said, we are stupid. At the end of the day, we're stupid human beings and we make really bad decisions. So it's kind of like to go back. So it was to get the focus. I would have the conversation about let's let's work through some of the emotions. Let's get you a better understanding of where you are emotionally and how to navigate and work. Because, like I said, even to this day at 44, I still have those issues sometimes. Like one of the contentions between my wife and I sometimes is that as great as I am with words, Mm-hmm. And as much as I love the English language, mm-hmm. there's a lot of the times where I cannot physically, verbally express what's going on inside me mm-hmm. or what I'm thinking. I can't find the words for it. I can't. I can't put the right sentences together to fully have you understand what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So I just don't say anything.
1: So do is it a is it a uh, is it a spatial thing? Like I need you to sit here until I figure it out. And just be quiet and wait for me to understand it, and then I can speak.
0: A lot of the times it is. I just that's one of the, and that's one of the biggest arguments my wife and I used to have early on in our marriage is that I just want you there. Mm. I just need you there. You don't have to talk. I don't have to talk. I just need you there. Mm. And I know where that stems from too. That stems from because a lot of the people in my life at a young age that I loved left. Mm. Uh, They either left physically, that they were taken because they died, or they were gone emotionally. OK. And so a lot of the times I just needed her to be there just to know mm-hmm. I love you. I adore you. I need you. I don't leave. Mm. Don't leave me. Wow. So I just need you here just so I know from my own comfort that you're here. Yeah. And so, like I said, I know a lot of the, a lot of my traits now mm-hmm. are based on unhealthy behaviors from my childhood and from my past. And like most of it, I've been told throughout my life, get over it. Mm. Like Okay This turned into a therapy session for me So um, <laughs> Like I'll never forget So I want to say I was in Seventh grade Okay Okay So I had just got kicked out of one middle school Okay And had to do a board transfer To go to this other school Because I was showing my behind Right At
1: the now, school seventh grade you are
0: I am 13 ish 13 13 is 14 is somewhere around there okay. yeah 13 is 14 ish. so um, two, two years after your brother two years after my brother Okay. two years after my brother so I just got a kicked out of one school I'm going to another school and my mother gets a call from the principal mm. it's about 10 o'clock in the morning you need to come get him Come get him now. So I'm sitting in the principal. I'll never forget Dr. Lewis. Dr. Lewis was the coolest Italian dude. He was just oh, yeah. the coolest principal. He had the slick back. He had the suspenders with the tie. He was a cool oh, yeah. dude. I'll Pat never Riley. forget. Uh, Pat, yes. Pat yes, he was. Yeah. Just on the education side. Right, right. And so called to the school. She had to come. We're sitting in his office. He said, I'm going to give you time to talk to him. She st- she, he steps out so we can talk. And the situation was the reason they had to. She had to come get me because I was walking through the hall, and this random dude just happened to say something, or maybe bumped it. I don't even remember what happened, but I choked him. I okay. put the dude into a police chokehold. Okay, and I choked him out like to the point of dude almost left his earth. Okay, and so we're sitting there, we're talking, and her reaction to me was, "Well, you know, you're going to hell, right?" Oh, that was her reaction to me. Okay. This is what I'm being. So I'm like 13. Like I said, it's 13 is 14 ish years old. Like I really just choked this dude. Like for, I can't even give you an explanation right. of why. Like I don't even know why I did what I did. Wow. And so and that's the and that's how the conversation was. She's like, well, you know, well, why did you? I'm like, I don't know. Mm. Like that's that's how I felt. It's like I'm so angry. That's how I felt. Mm. And she's like, well, you know, you're going to hell, right? Wow. I'm like, oh, okay. Excuse me. So at that point. I shut down from her Wow So at yeah. that point Like At that point There's no there's no further talking Like, she didn't have the tools She didn't have the tools She didn't have the tools So she didn't have the tools mm. So there's no way She could Show me the tools So I'm like I hey, forget it oh. I just won't say anything And I took that for A good 20 years of my life Okay I just won't Okay I just won't And I think that's where A lot of people are Because At the end of the day They don't know how Yeah. They don't to kind of go back full circle. The reason they don't set boundaries is because a lot of times they just don't know how. Yeah. They just don't know how to have that conversation. They don't know how to verbalize it. They don't know. I know what you're doing affected me, but I don't know how to tell you. I don't know how to open up. Right. So my question to you, Pastor Jay, is what would be your advice for that person?
1: First of all, it is good and it is right to set boundaries right I mean I think that's the first thing is we have to give ourselves permission to set boundaries it's not a thing where you're saying you don't want people in your life right it's not a automatic they're leaving me situation like so so first of all you have permission right give yourself permission to set boundaries second of all think highly think more highly of the people that are around you than even they think of themselves so I'm gonna tell you where my boundaries are what what I like what I don't like what I'd like to see from you in the future. Now, if they agree to whatever those boundaries are, now you have a place of accountability. And that's really all you can ask for with anybody you're in relationship with, is agreement so that we can have accountability for the agreements that we have. So if I agree to marry a woman, and I say that it's me and you, we're gonna be in a monogamous relationship, If, if I violate that agreement, she, she has a place to hold me accountable. Right. But if we don't establish whatever these, whatever the rules of engagement are, then until those are established and I do whatever. Like, so if you got this dude you dealing with and you've never said that this is what my expectations are for right. this relationship, is he violating the relationship? And you're not being honest and saying, this is what I need from you. Right. And then the, the next part to that is, it gives us an opportunity to truly see where the other person is. I need the honest perspective of where are you in this relationship? How do you value me? We set an agreement, I held you accountable to it, you violated it again. I'm explaining to you that if you want to be in relationship with me, this is how we have to do it. Right? You agreed to that then you violated that that tells me that question that makes me question whether or not you want to be in a relationship with me right now that's the second time we've had this conversation the third time it's clear you don't respect boundaries and because you don't respect boundaries you can't respect me and i'm not wondering if you're going to leave my life at this point i'm asking you to i'm leave asking it. you yeah i'm asking you to leave it now if they want a relationship they have to mend this fence they're responsible for mending the fence at this point and that's and that's you know that's basically how we how we have to establish a boundary with somebody give them a chance think highly of people let them grow right give them a chance to love you but if you don't this i mean and this is how god works with us like he he he, you're not gonna like uh, this is this is how relationship with me looks now you have a choice do you want to be in relationship i love it
0: i love it my um my final piece of information or final advice would be do not let a title be more important than your piece yeah. I don't care who, I, I go back to it and I know some people may not understand this, some people may take offense to it but I don't believe your title gives you the right to mistreat me. Right? Oh. I, I don't believe your title gives you the right to bring strife and to, to break up the peace that I'm trying to obtain for my life. So never put someone's title before your peace. So if you have to, like Jarvis said, first thing, you have to have those honest conversations. Start with yourself first. You first of all, to be able to set boundaries, you have to know what your boundaries are. Absolutely. So you have to have that honest and hard conversation with yourself first. Be vulnerable to you. To be vulnerable to you. To know what are your what are your expectations? What are your unrealistic mm-hmm. expectations? What is your line? Find your line. And then have the conversation with the people in your life that can that are crossing that line. Yes, but first have the conversation with yourself if you're crossing your own line Ooh, that's a whole nother topic yeah and how we violate our own boundaries yeah so before you expect someone else to respect your boundaries you have to respect your own boundaries mm-hmm. and that's where it starts pastor jay I thank you so much bro Absolutely. This is Hey man I always love talking to you I like always love the fact that you You're one of the most honest And vulnerable people in my life That I know oh, man, And I just I man. thank you for that Because you give me permission And you give me The okay And the safe place mm. To be vulnerable So as men We don't have a lot of that so, so thank you for being That man in my life That gives this man The, 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 um, the okay mm. And the safe place To do that So I appreciate you, my brother. Absolutely. Family, as always, we just thank you for being a part. However you, we thank you for listening. However you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Amazon Music, whether it's iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. As always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, which means we can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTube, all in the Crenshaw Corner. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcoin at gmail.com once again thecrenshawcoin at gmail.com and as always family welcome to our journey